0: Yo, 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 Thought Warriors. What's going on? Higher Learning is on. What's up? You're not going to tell them who you are? They know. Wow. <laughs> man.
1: <laughs> I'm, well, I'll, I'm Rachel Lindsay. In the three years of Higher Learning, I don't think we've ever started the podcast off like that. Um, I'm
0: pissed off, man.
1: I, something's, something's not right. You want to talk about it?
0: Yeah. So I'm in, I'm in Louisiana and my uncle Ray died.
2: I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, so it's my dad's last brother, right? And let me tell you why I'm mad. I'll be honest with you. It's not it's not a rational reason for me being upset. I've been mad ever since I came to Louisiana. I I'm, I'm here, it's a beautiful winter day here in Baton Rouge. I'm looking out there's a view the whole night. I'll tell you why I'm mad. I'm mad because of the bullshit, okay. and I'm burying or we're burying child to Deborah and Bishop. His children, uh, Deborah is his ex wife. Bishop is his son. His daughters. Everyone. John Ray Lathan is his name. I'm mad because I'm here in Baton Rouge, and this is my father's last brother who's passed away. Um. It, it's uh, they're all gone. A whole generation of men, Ray, mm-hmm. Milton, uh, my uncle Mark, and my father. Um, everybody, uh, uncle Uncle Mark was in his fifties. Everybody else was in their sixties. And I'm just sick of the bullshit. I'm I'm sick of the, the dysfunctional lies like I'm here I see it I see what black people go through I see how hard the living is down here all of these guys made individual choices mm-hmm. they did they all made individual choices and I'm not in any way absolving them from the choices that they made either about their health about their diet drug use whatever I'm not absolving them of any of that stuff but I'm not crazy like I'm from the place where I see the way black people gotta live like I'm from there and it's fucking taking a toll on me Mm
2: -hmm.
0: like I worship these guys And it's been like since my dad died, since Uncle Uncle fucking uh, Mark died and then Uncle Charles died and everybody died, it's, it's it's like taking a toll on me. Like it's hard living down here mm-hmm. and nobody fucking cares. I don't care enough. And then I go back into the world and I, and I have to listen to platitudes and I have to listen to people make excuses and people talk about different stuff and people deal with all kinds of and this is this and this is that and once you do this and it's like people are on drugs they have cancer this man died of cancer got cancer everyone gets cancer here everyone has some weird disease everyone eats shit the, the, their, the place is fucked up there wasn't a grocery store in all of North Baton Rouge there wasn't a grocery store in North Baton Rouge they didn't mm-hmm. i want you guys to understand what i'm saying again the people from fucking Rouses a huge grocery store chain that exists here in Baton Rouge right they had to put a grocery store semi north here in Baton Rouge because one of the owners of Rouses was caught going to the January 6th thing. So, in order for him to deal with that, we were able to get shout out to Gino and the rest of the people that were on this. We were able to get a grocery store put in North Baton Rouge, and it's not even that far north. So, you're telling me it was 2021? Yes. Before there was a grocery store, I'm telling I'm telling you that there was not. I, I'm I'm telling you that like. When I'm talking to people and we're, I'm delivering this stuff, sometimes I emotionalize it, and sometimes I just emote, and sometimes, but we deal with the shit here. This is, I'm, in this shit, I'm not talking about anything that I've academically uh, fucking uh, observed. I'm not talking about anything. I'm talking about the carnage of the situation around me. We party and we dance through it and, you know, we're going to put Uncle Ray down and we're going to all come together and there's going to be a repass. I don't know, like, what's going on and all of this stuff. I'm not I, I came down. I don't even know why I came down here. Like they probably, nice, not, gonna, they, probably not gonna because they probably not going to be able to put them down by the time I'm here. I can't do it any other time. I just came down here just to be feeling painful. Like I came down here just to be a part of it just to feel like I'm engaging into the rest of the shit. And look, I'm not blaming the world for what happened to him or to what happened to my father or what happened to Mark or what happened to Milton. Another one of my childhood friends, Sean G he just passed away. Like I'm not blaming the world for any of this, but, but what I'm telling you is that like, I don't want to hear people talk about how tough they got it, and what would you do if this was you? And all of this, and like we want this. I, I don't. I don't want to hear the platitudes and the equivocations and all of that stuff anymore. Like I want better for my fucking people. I want better. We're old, better. I'm being torn apart. Like I, I, it, it. L.A. is not real life. It's not a real place. This is the real place. And there are parts of L.A. where you can go and experience this, too. I'm just saying, like, my life in L.A., let me put it like this. L.A. is a real place. It is because this is happening there, too, in a ruthlessly and viciously segregated city where black people need help and are dealing with all kinds of of stuff. So let me pull back. My L.A., the life that I live in L.A., is a vacation to me from the real shit that people here and other people are going through. And and I show up as much as I can and we're doing as much as we can. We do all of this stuff. But at the same time, I'm gonna finish after this. I'm just mad. I'm mad that he died. I'm mad I seen him at my dad's at my at, at my dad's uh uh funeral he looked totally healthy mm-hmm. Like, he 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 had a car accident earlier this year. They said he was fine. He came out of it. And then last week, all of his organs shut down. The cancer came back. And then I find out how he's living and where he's living and the circumstances of it. And I'm like, man, what are we supposed to do? Like, it, it it's just, I'm sick of people acting like some problem has been solved or there was some period in history where this was what it was. I'm sick of people talking about the dysfunction and the ills of the black community in the past tense and everything that they've done to help. You haven't done anything. Nothing has changed. Everything is fucked up. And it was done that way on purpose. And I'm sick of it. I'm about to break. I'm
1: sorry for your family's loss. And I'm sorry that I mean, for everything that you're feeling and that you're seeing, I mean, I don't really have the answers. You know what I mean? I'm trying to search for the words to fight, to give you some comfort and I don't even really know what to say.
0: And then on top of that, you came to the podcast dressed up like Eazy E. I'm and glad I, don't I under-
1: could provide you some, some levity. I don't
0: understand what your, like, why, why Donnie? Like, isn't Rachel on her straight out of Compton shit right now? Look what's, what, what's going on.
3: I'm trying to pull up some Spotify. I'm moving too slow. Yeah, like
0: like you... you <laughs> Move slower. Like you... Look at you. So you so you looked in the mirror right now when you came... But first of all, <laughs> I'm not calm. But you look... You're on your shit right now. Okay, Rachel. I'm
1: in a moo-moo. You know how much I love my moo-moo's. I'm in a moo-moo. It's cold in Dallas. I was not prepared for this weather. And... To be very honest with you, I didn't start the podcast on with the hat on my head, but the angle of the camera, I'm not in my normal place. The angle of the camera made my head look enormously big, if wow. you can believe it, it looked bigger than before. And I thought, Rachel, you need to put a hat on your head. And that's how we came to this look. It was not my normal attire, but it looked big. You want me to snatch it off to give you, nah, you know, some, I'm something to with laugh N- about?
0: I'm fucking with the NWA look, though. Cause even even your braids for they look Jerry Curl-esque. I'm fucking Kay. with Okay. These are Did goddess ever- braids.
1: Johnny, <laughs> come, Johnny, come, Johnny, Donnie. Come, Johnny, Donnie, we missed the moment. <laughs>
0: uh uh, 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 uh Oh, uh, 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 uh. <laughs>
4: <Hey. laughs>
0: yeah, That's the fuck I'm talking about,
1: um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Listen, these are oh, these are goddess braids. Stop doing that. These are goddess yeah. braids. You know what they are? I don't know Jerry curl in my head.
0: I would be I would respect you if you had a did you ever have a curl before? no, my dad wouldn't allow it you asked I tried to yeah, I wanted one what what was
1: what inspired you to want a Jerry curl like who did you look at and you so, were like that that's what I want
0: so there was a kid at school and he he came to school one day and he had regular hair and then he had to curl like the next week, and I was like, shit. His shit was kind of laid too. It was kind of one of the longer curls. And I was like, and my dad was like, son, never, ever in a million years will I allow you to desecrate your body like that. His exact words desecrate. You, could,
1: you know, it's not too late. You can grow your hair out and put a little curl in.
0: It's going to be patchy though, because I don't have enough hair now. You know? I'd like to gonna... see you try. I'll do it. I Look, I'll, I've been broken. Alright, I'm broken. Okay. You guys expect some radical shit in my old age. You know how people they grow and they get more conservative as they grow? I'm 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 on the verge of something and I'm not sure what's going to happen. But I I, I think everyone feels this way. There's only so much shit I can deal with. <laughs> It's like I'm not, I'm not built for this. <laughs> I no.
1: I listen. I would say that 2023 has arguably been one of the hardest years of my life. I was talking to my mom about that today. I'm not gonna get into detail, mm-hmm. but I would say it has hit me from every single way, and it has not stopped. I mean, just last week I was going through some shit.
0: Same thing. I, and I, I thought about your grandma, um, as I was flying down here because I was, I, th- I was thinking what a blessing it is to be able to lead a long life like that. Mm-hmm. We talk about as much shit. but We don't just talk about the, the blessing of being able to see generations of people and the impact that your grandmother had and all of that stuff. So that's it.
1: It's the legacy. Man. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm thinking about y'all. I am. And maybe, and maybe, maybe like, You know, I agree with you when you say not that L.A.'s la la land, but the world we live in and especially the industry, we're detached. And then you come back home and you do and you see things in a different way. It's like it sucks you out of your bubble. Like there's something about coming home. Where you're like, I don't know, I, I get you. So maybe in 2024 and beyond. We. Think of things we can truly do in our communities to have an impact and well, not think, just think about it when you're there and then you you forget about it when you leave. It's not that it's, your heart's not in the right place. It's right. just easy to get caught up in your own world.
0: But you know, the thing is, I'll be doing that stuff in LA. And it's like, it, it, and I see it, but it still feels optional in a way. It well, doesn't it, it feel... It,
1: isn't dedicated to it. Do you know what I mean? You've said this before. We, we, when we first used to talk, you know, we started this podcast in 2020, you were very emphatic about saying, I am not an activist. And you would say, because I, you don't wake up every day. You're not boots on the ground. Your entire life and being isn't dedicated. And I think you'll always feel like that unless... Your whole life is dedicated. And even then, you can only do so much. You can only work on one cause. Uh, Not one cause, but you know what I mean. You can't solve everything. And I think you'll always feel that Hmm. unless you fully immerse yourself in it.
0: Yeah, well, rest in peace, Uncle Ray. Rest in peace, Uncle Ray. I'll head to the funeral home after this. A whole generation of men gone. Very odd feeling. Last thing I'll say about this is to everyone out there who knew my uncle and who loved him that I for the younger generation of kids in my family I knew a different version of these men. It's just hard for me to it's uh. it's hard for me to um, come to terms with some of this stuff. Because when I was growing up they were different. They were young. They were strong. They were ambitious. A lot of them had problems, but there was still, the book hadn't been written. There was this whole unknown. We're going to do this. We're going to buy this land. We're going to start this company. We might've been inside for a little while, but we're out now. And now we have opportunities to start families and doing all of this stuff. And it's just, uh, it's surreal looking back now that the the final page has been written on it. It's just not fucking easy. All right, let's-, you let's talk, have-
1: Can I just say, you talk about legacy. You talked about my grandmother.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're the legacy. You have those memories. You pass them down. You know how they were. You, they, like, it had an effect on you. It's part of who you are. So you're the legacy in that. It's a lot of pressure. yes it's it's a lot of pressure but i'm just yes. saying yeah. okay. yes a, a life has ended but not a memory not the impact not okay. not not yes. all of that i just I don't, don't want you to
0: i don't think i'm the right guy i ate a full Stop. catfish platter from chimes last night and that sounds some amazing balls you know what i mean i don't know if i'm the right guy and You're you know what right i tell you tell you something else it's before we leave on that did i stress eat last night yes I'm gonna tell y'all something right now.
1: Well deserved.
0: I'm gonna tell you something right now. This 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 fucking health curse. I'm not doing this. I've vacillated, I've made enough excuses. I I'm, I'm I'm aware that hey, I'm beautiful in any size. I'm aware of that. I'm it's not no longer good enough for me. Everyone is beautiful at every size. I have to relentlessly focus on being around and we don't give enough credit to just being I have to relentlessly focus on being around it's not it's whatever has to happen if I got to eat broccoli and cl- cauliflower for the rest of my life I have to focus on being around we just didn't get enough out of them all right gender wars time Simone Biles uh, this will this will be a good palate cleanser. Sorry for the heavy is this beginning. Is a big deal of the, po- of the day? Is it? It's not a big deal. It's just whatever. We just we we just people saying stuff. Who fucking cares, right? And On don't apologize side
1: for how you started the podcast. Keep going. Sorry.
2: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with twenty five thousand When to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All
0: right. Simone Biles. She went on the pivot podcast with her husband, Jonathan Owens, who plays for the green Bay Packers. And yes, people, I'm sorry to say Jonathan Owens is Simone Biles's husband. That's his designation. That's they don't the mind that. They don't. They don't mind it. But that's the way it works, man. You know, let's not fucking change the way it works now. ASAP Rocky used to be a rapper. <laughs> Who is he now? Rihanna's baby. Rihanna's <laughs> oh, it's the way that father, it works. Yes. <laughs> it's the way that it works, man. It's not fair. Okay? It's not right. But that's how it fucking works in this celebrity-obsessed putrid culture that we've created. um, They went on a pivot, and they talked about their romance, how they met. You know, you see her at games and stuff. It's cold out there. Little thing is all bundled up. And I'm like, God damn. Like, you must really love him. He played for the Packers. You go out there. But uh, this is Owens making some comments that got
4: Black Twitter going. And I'm like, Mm, let me see who this is. Gymnastics. I ain't never, you know, I I never really paid attention to gymnastics, so it it, it piqued my curiosity, you know. So I'm like, okay, that's that's that's, I'll see what's up. I swiped her and it said we match. So I'm just like, oh, okay. So I'm gonna see what's up. So I go do my workout, and I come back and I get like I had some likes on my Instagram, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this might be. It. I'm like, okay. So I see what's up, and then I still waited. I'm like, man, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till I, you know, take a shower and everything. Then I come back to my phone, and then she messages me on the app, like, "Hey, you know what I mean?" And I'm, man, that's a man. This gotta be fake. Like, I don't know. Just I didn't know who she was at the time, but like the first thing that I saw was that she just had a bunch of followers. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, she gotta be good. If I promise you, I'm a a real life story. When she won the Olympics, I was in college, and we didn't have NBC, we didn't have Olympic channels, and we're in camp. We're in camp late, late, late July, early August. So I'm not paying attention to. You know, so I never would have had a moment to where I would have watched, like, you know. John, I'm gonna let you finish your story, man. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> but like I was saying, man, she she messaged me. This was like a Tuesday, and we 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 were texting back and forth, and then we hung out Friday, man. And um, we couldn't do much as COVID happened; everything was shut down. So um, she came through down um, down to Houston. She lived in the suburbs, so she had to drive about 45 minutes to me. Um, then the rest is history, man. So so you was really the catch in. I always say we the man that catch, man. I always say we the catch. Richie,
0: so we have, <laughs> so so. I, I'll say about this. We haven't had a chance to talk about this because we were off because you know Christmas and stuff, and then uh, you know it just it happened in between parts. So there's been a lot of conversation about this, and I feel like most of the conversation about it has already been had. So we're playing a little bit of catch up, but I'm sure you have thoughts. Sure.
1: Well. You probably expect me to have super strong thoughts, right? People probably expect me to go hard on Jonathan Owens. I'm not going to do that because the internet has been harsh enough. I will say, and we played a sound clip, but if you go and you watch the video, it is very obvious to the interviewers that they don't believe what Jonathan Owens is saying. And it takes a simple fact check, a simple Google search to determine that, or just like common sense, Right. They met in 2020. You say you went to your Instagram and saw that she liked your page. You go to her Instagram and see that she has a lot of followers. And by a lot, he means over 7 million. In her bio on her Instagram, it says Olympic medalist. So you're telling me you didn't scroll through her Instagram page? You didn't Google her name? That's what we do. So I just don't, the whole I didn't have NBC. That's everybody. Everybody has NBC. I just they've gone back and they've looked up his social media history. He was tweeting about the Olympics. He said he never watched the gymnastics in general, not just Simone Biles. He said, I never really watched gymnastics. You were actively tweeting about Gabby Douglas to the point where you you were even making fun of her physical appearance. So it just feels like this was one of those things where Simone Biles is arguably one of the greatest athletes and the best to ever do it.
0: She's not arguably one of the greatest. She's she's arguably the greatest, but she's definitely one of the greatest.
1: One of the greatest, Mm -hmm. the greatest in gymnastics, Mm -hmm. the most decorated. You know, I saw somebody say, you don't have to watch swimming to know who Michael Phelps is, especially somebody who's in sports. You have heard of the name Simone Biles. So it just felt like this was one of those things where... Since they've been dating and mind you, I'd like to also add to his contradict his argument in this. He's like, well, you know, when I was in when she was in the Olympics, I was in camp. Well, she was also in the Olympics in 2020, a month before you guys met in later 2020. So her name like, she's been out there. Stop. So you obviously weren't watching it. You're saying you were not watching it as well in 2020. Come on now. And then there's worlds in between. Stop. This felt like one of those things where he was very comfortable in his setting, kind of like that locker room barbershop talk where he was big upping his situation. He was making it seem like it was more than it was. He's probably has not probably he has spent since they've, the moment they've been together being Mr. Simone Biles. And this was his opportunity to shine. This was the interview was about his career, his mental health, his relationship with Simone. And he was feeling himself in the moment when he was talking about being a catch. Now, I will say this is all I'm going to say negatively about it. It is a little bit of a red flag. I'm not going to say he's not a catch to Simone Biles. I don't know what her criteria is for wanting a man. I don't know what she you know, he is a catch to her. Who's to say What a catch is for Simone versus what a catch is for Jonathan. I have no idea. So I'm not going to pick apart their relationship or say they shouldn't be together or tell Simone she needs to run from it. But I will say it takes a very, very strong man to be with a woman like a Simone Biles. And this felt like rather than being more humble Felt like to promote himself, he had to diminish who she was. That's just what it looked like.
0: You feel like he and diminished
2: right.
1: her. Well, the catch situation, like okay, he's like, so, oh, so you're like, I'm so, a catch. No, I'm the catch. I'm the catch. It just felt like
2: hmm. he had
1: to put her down to build himself up. I don't really think that's what he was doing. I think he got caught up in the moment and was really filling himself in the conversation.
0: So it's interesting that you point out that part as being the part that diminishes her. I think saying that being an athlete and saying that you had never heard of the most decorated women's gymnast of all time, I think that was diminishing. The catch part, I don't think, is that diminishing at all. If you think that you, I think anyone thinking that they're the catch is kind of odd to me. Like I don't think that I, I, I think that you shouldn't any, have to say it. What do you mean? You shouldn't have to say. Well, if you're a catch, it, you you
1: don't need to announce no, to everyone that you're a catch.
0: You don't need to. To me, I I'm against even thinking it. Okay, like I'm against even thinking it. All right, hmm. Th- when you when you put it out there that like I'm a catch, like I understand the ethos of it. I'm somebody that people would want to be with. Cool. Mm-hmm. However, when You're trying to catch a fish. You're trying to capture the fish. You're capturing the fish. To me, relationships are supposed to be about connection. Sure. They're supposed to be about not exalting yourself to some level. It's supposed to be about connecting and relating to someone. The man isn't the catch. The woman isn't the catch. The man isn't the prize. The woman isn't the prize. The prize is the stable, functional, and loving union between two people. And that takes so much selflessness. It takes so much sacrifice. It takes so much self-awareness that if you view yourself as a catch a lot of times, it is going to be difficult for you to have a successful one of those. Because you're mm. always going to think, well, this is hard, but I could probably do better. This is difficult, but why am I doing this with this person who has caught me? So to me, I think it's it's toxic for anyone to look at it like that. I think, don't get me wrong. I understand feeling like, hey, I shouldn't have to just put up with anything. A lot of people will want me a lot. I, I understand where that comes from. But if you're really locked into a relationship, particularly a marriage, if you if you look at it like a man is the catch, a woman is the catch. Do I believe that men should do more to, to woo and court women? Yes. But that's because I'm a traditionalist. And I think that women deal with different things in society than men do. And I think sometimes a man courting a woman in a specific way is him demonstrating to her that he's available to her despite what society thinks he is supposed to do. So when you mm. do stuff for a woman and you provide security, safety, and connection for a lady, what you're really doing is showing her that all the things that society told me I had to be, I don't have to be them with you. I can be here for you in a second. I can, if I mm. even if I have to conquer the whole world, I don't have to conquer you. Even if yeah. I have to, do, even if I have to dominate the whole world, I don't have to dominate you. And well, so to me, it's to, to me, I think that that's the reason why you do that but you don't do that to me because like of some like on unbalance of who is the bigger deal in the relationship from a romantic situation you
1: are so right but you the reason i say the catch thing is really sticks with me because Jonathan Owens, Jonathan Owens was obvious, obviously knows that the only reason that he was on that podcast is because he is married to Simone Biles. If Simone Biles didn't show up as well, who knows if they would have interviewed him, right? It's a very popular podcast. They have the top athletes on there or newsmakers or whatever it may be. Jonathan Owens is a professional NFL player, which is an accomplishment for sure, but he's definitely not one of the top players. You're not there's like no him. arguing. There's no arguing against that. I mean, no. I mean, if you look at his career, he's been on the practice squad more than he's been on an active roster. He's not oh, a see, superstar.
0: You, you he's getting, not. You're no, the I'm saying no. What I'm <laughs> that is fact. It is what fact. I'm don't saying is you.
1: the only reason he's on that podcast is because of his marriage, and he knows that. And the reason the catch thing bothered me, and the reason that I say you use the word he, you don't. You shouldn't have to exalt yourself. He didn't just say. I'm the catch. He goes on to describe after he makes that statement that he was not the one pursuing her. He brags about the fact that she drove a long way from the suburbs to come see him, that she had liked his profile, that she had liked his pictures before that he wasn't even really trying to settle down and get married like that. But she was the one putting the pressure and pursuing him. So he is putting himself up like I'm this. And she, you all think Simone Biles is this, 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 and this, and she is. But when it came to me, she was the one trying to pursue me. He is putting her down to build himself up. And that to me shows his insecurities on full display. And I am not doubting the relationship they have, but it is something to note to self. He is not fully comfortable with the dynamics of their relationship. And that was obvious to me in that podcast with the way he handled that situation.
0: Can I be real with you? And by the way, everybody talked about their situation for a long time. They put it out there that they're completely okay. Yeah. And they, they, it, they, she was in lockstep with him. You know what I saw this ass? What? Light skin, handsome nigga bullshit. I done been around sure. these niggas. <laughs> I done, I'm sure. sorry. I, it it I, When I looked at him, because I had never really seen him without his helmet on. And an so I, I looked at him. I'm like, oh, this is a handsome, light skin football player, nigga. I know these guys. He ain't nothing else but an in. That's that's an Ian right there. That's all that is right there is an Ian. I've been around these guys, okay? I've been around Ian
1: the, Ian stays taking i I've been around bucket. these guys,
0: the Ians, the trays. I've been around these guys. These guys know they're fucking handsome. Everybody, right now, go to Ian's Instagram. And Ian it, can sing. I, I know <laughs> these guys. These it wouldn't matter who they were with. It really wouldn't matter who they were with. It, 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 Ian could be with Beyonce. The fact that Beyonce wants him tells him that he is who he thinks he is. I
1: would it doesn't, love it, for it, someone it, it to have representation. What we should have representation on this podcast because I feel like this isn't the first time that we've we're, like an Ian. Or similarly situated Ian's have taken L's on this podcast. I'd like a representative from the community to come and speak on their behalf.
0: I'm telling you right now, there is nothing, nothing more confident than a successful, handsome, light skinned nigga. I'm (laughs) sorry. There's nothing more confident. Like, whatever, do you remember the guy that Solange got with?
1: Yes,
0: Daniel, I think, was his name. Daniel was his name. And so I remember when he popped up in the like when he popped up in the soldier video, I was like, aha, (laughs) I was like, aha, there he is. Kiki Palmer, I'm just saying I could go on on and on and on. I'm just saying I could go on and on and on and on. I know these guys is yeah sure he's wrong but he's been told that he was the shit for so fucking long what was the guy that used to play for the eagles uh that rihanna tried to holler at back in the day we did a story about it on tmz rihanna tried to get at this guy from the eagles back in the day i can't remember this guy's name am i making this up donnie do you remember this I, story i don't know I don't, There was a, there was a linebacker for the eagles and Rihanna tried to get at him back in the day. Hold on, let's see. Rihanna, we're doing this in real time because maybe I made this up. Rihanna, Eagles linebacker. We talked about. We did it on TMT. Uh, oh, Michael Kendricks. Let me see Look what him up. Looks like. Look him up.
1: And what happened?
0: He wasn't fucking with it. But like, but she she did my she she did she yep we did it. Rihanna picks Eagles linebacker Michael Kendricks for her man crush Monday. Look him up. Yeah, he's cute. As soon as I saw him, I went aha! That nigga went around for the next two years. Oh, he's everybody.
1: Eric Kendricks' sibling. Yeah, yeah I remember that. I I Eric mean, Kendricks' like, sibling. That makes
0: sense. I knew it. This, this, this is it's just a whole it's a whole it's the whole thing these like that everybody was like oh my god this guy this guy this guy who he thinks he is is out of here it doesn't matter who it is like aliens could come down from another fucking planet. And it could be an alien woman, and we would be like, oh my God, how do we get through to the aliens so that they don't fucking destroy us? That nigga right there, Jonathan Owens, would be like, shit, let me talk to her. That like, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm
2: serious, bro. You know,
1: <sighs> my, my, my friend, my guy friends that were not light-skinned used to say say that a lot about Light-skinned brothers that they had, they didn't have, they never had to try. So they would always say that their game had to be on point. They had to be funny. They had to be smarter because the light-skinned dudes didn't even have to try. They just had to
0: show up. Especially if you, it's not. Especially if you like him, and you like you can do sports and stuff. It's a wrap. I, you don't even it's, have to be. You don't even have to be talented like that. It's. But I'm saying for him. He ran a, he ran a, it's a wrap. He, he expected her to drive. I wouldn't be surprised if she, it, 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 she'd have been like, how can we meet up? And he was like, I'm real tired. And she, and probably she drove down. That's what he expects.
1: Remember how people used to say, I like them light, bright, finish the rest.
0: Almost white. <laughs> <laughs> I like so, him light, bright, damn near as white. As soon as I seen him, I That's was like, nice. <laughs> I saw him. Uh, Tasha K, are you aware of Tasha K? You know who that is. Tasha, mm-hmm. K. um, she's been sued again. So now, if you don't know who Tasha K is, Tasha K is a YouTuber. She has a very successful YouTube channel, like over a million subscribers over there. Um, yeah, I didn't
1: realize that.
0: Yeah, Tasha K is fucking huge.
1: I didn't realize she had that many. No, I know
0: who she is. She, I, I was when I looked at her channel, I was like, jeez. Mm-hmm. Um, and she very famously, you know in addition to cultivating that huge gigantic audience, which it's not very easy to do at all. uh, She's famously was sued by Cardi B for defamation over some statements that were made on her YouTube channel surrounding Cardi B's sexual health. And she was ordered ordered to pay, I think $4 million to Cardi B. Mm -hmm. And there's been a lot of discussion over the past couple of years about a Tasha K's ability to pay the money back. Um, tasha k's uh, situation since then and what that lawsuit meant now I th- I, i'm not an expert on the lawsuit but if i remember correctly i think that there was some way for her to avoid to have to pay the money early on by simply taking everything down and admitting that she was wrong or whatever whatever but it went to a lawsuit cardi b spent a lot of money to get tasha k and i think a lot of people particularly from the celebrity uh sphere looked at it as a win of against new media because Whereas, you know, Dominion can sue Fox News for defamation and there is a huge war chest at Fox News. And it seems pretty easy to prove that uh, a lot of new media sites, a lot of the bloggers and the YouTube channels and stuff, they operate with a certain impunity because it's very difficult to nail them down. You're not going to be they're almost. It's like almost a sort of uh, the Wild Wild West. And so when Tosh K was successfully sued, a lot of people thought, hey, this means that there also is accountability for people with smaller and more friends uh, entertainment sites. So for us to be able to get accountability if they uh, talk shit about us or if something goes wrong, whatever. So she's also been sued now by Kevin Hart. Uh, This is after the Cardi B suit. And this, this this suit claims extortion and defamation. Jesus Christ. Rach, Did you legal eagle this? Did you look at this?
1: I didn't even know it was defamation. I just saw the extortion. Um, but you should let you she he's being sued or she's being sued because I don't know. Did you see the teaser video that she leaked to social media because it's since been deleted? I saw the,
0: I I I saw the teaser after this and I also read large portions of this cuz uh parts of the suit were made available. So I read large parts of it of Uh, apparently it goes like this cliff notes kevin hart had uh an assistant her name was maisha shakes and this defendant had done an interview with tasha k and then a teaser for this interview was put out according to the lawsuit Mm -hmm. based upon that teaser tasha k demanded two hundred fifty thousand dollars from kevin hart or else the full interview would come out that's according to the lawsuit now not just uh, Kevin Hart and Cardi B there was a big big dust up a couple of weeks ago almost like last month maybe two months ago about Will Smith's sexuality because his former assistant went on Tasha Kay's platform and talked about oh, things yeah. that he had said that he had witnessed right so you know it's a it's I mean it's not something that people don't do you've seen other people out there deal with in the same innuendo the same type of situation talk about rumors that they heard talk about uh, different people's sexuality and stuff like that. I mean, that you take the good with the bad when you're looking at celebrity stuff. Um, that shit is all fucked up to me, but it happens, right? It, it, it happens. Uh, but it seems like people are fighting back. Even at that time, Jada Pinkett Smith went to the breakfast club and threatened to sue Tasha Kay and the ex-assistant.
1: Well, it's, I don't know what state the lawsuit was filed in, but for extortion, you have to prove that you took like that you paid that person and at least in california you have to prove that you one of the elements of proving that is that you had to because you can be sue criminally like it'd be a crime right but this is a civil lawsuit and you have to prove that you took the money or not took the money i'm sorry that they that you paid in some way and suffered the loss in that way for extortion. That's what when I looked it up that I saw that whoever is bringing the suit complied with whatever that demand was, whether it was money, whether it was property, whether it was some sort of service. That's my understanding of it. Unless it's for intentional infliction of emotional distress and then you have to prove that the plaintiff suffered severe emotional distress, which could be shame, humiliation, embarrassment, whatever it may be. So it is my understanding that if these are the elements of the case and it was filed in California, I'm not aware that Kevin Hart paid anything to Tasha. Right.
0: It says here, I mean, does it say here, he didn't pay. Um, it says he was threatened with this, uh, threatened with the YouTuber threatened to hurt Hart's reputation with the interview unless he paid a ransom. This is all coming from Kevin Hart. Uh, the lawsuit says he refused to pay up, however, which led to her uploading a teaser video, Mm -hmm. I guess kind of, you know, shot by his ear like I will actually do this and a teaser video uh, was entitled Kevin Hart's personal assistant tells all gambling addict habitual cheater paying millions to a man to take DUI charges for him and framing best friend of 30 years in fake extortion plot. Now a couple of those things I have some familiarity with because of my time at TMZ. There was a friend of Kevin Hart's that was in Kevin Hart's uh, um entourage for a very long time
2: mm-hmm. uh
0: that Kevin Hart accused of setting him up and leaking a sex tape on him. There was a tape of Kevin Hart in a Vegas hotel room
2: mm-hmm. and
0: that tape came out and he he blamed one of his friends for it, a guy who he acted acted with for a long time. There was another time where he was in a car accident and people were wondering all kinds of stuff like that. I mean to be honest with you this is stuff that people have kind of have all gone through and mm-hmm. these stories have pretty much been adjudicated in the court of public opinion and in the actual courts. So there's nothing new that's going to be that's going to come out about these things other than what this assistant either claims to know or thinks that she knows. So, and she's being sued of, as well. She's being she's named in a lawsuit as well. Yeah. She's named in a lawsuit as well. Um, this is my thing with the lawsuit. Uh, I was very surprised to see Tasha Kay's name. embroiled in a lawsuit, and I'll tell you why. If you listen to Tasha K talk, the one thing that you cannot say that this woman is, is stupid. You Mm -hmm. just cannot say that. Like she lays out points, gets to the end of a point, articulates her thought position and standing on things as well as anyone. In some ways to where sometimes when you listen to her, you're like, whoa. There are things that she's might say that you may be. I didn't fucking think of it that way. Now, look, this is not me saying that uh anything that's happened to her is something that she doesn't deserve. Right? It's not. It's just saying that this is a very smart, smooth operator. I was shocked to see her in this because you would have to be in order for this to be true, particularly after the Cardi B thing. Like I'm it almost makes me not want to believe it because you would have to be monumentally stupid like monumentally stupid after the Cardi B thing to try to pull something like this. What? And so I almost want to believe here that there's some type of misunderstanding in this situation or that there is something here that's not really adding up because I, I, I Kevin and his whole team are some of the nicest I mean, he's a human being like anybody else. He's fucked up and we've seen the fuck ups, right? But there's nothing ill that I could say about like Kevin, all the people over there. I don't know Kevin Hart, never met Kevin Hart. I know people around Kevin Hart, but there's like nothing that I could really say about that. But you know how dumb you would have to be after what happened well, yeah. with Cardi B to, to well, brazenly maybe... threaten somebody like this? Well,
1: but maybe the lawsuit is... To make her have to take it to court and and, and come out of pocket for it. maybe it is to scare her more than it is of like, because the, if these elements, if this was filed in California and these are the, or these are the elements wherever this was filed and he didn't take any money. I keep saying taking money and he did not give her anything. Then you're not going to prove your case for extortion in the civil manner. Now, criminally, she could be charged. Be, that's blackmail. Like there's a, there is a case for this to be a crime. Explain
0: explain it to me because I don't think I understand. So you're saying that civilly you have to, you have to pay, but criminally you don't.
1: Well, because the, the, the proof is different, right? Beyond a reasonable doubt in a criminal case, it's preponderance of the evidence, evidence in a civil case. There's certain elements that you have to, the elements in the civil case are from my understanding, if it's in California, that the defendant knew The threat was wrong, that the threat included a demand for money, property, or services, and that the plaintiff complied with the demand. So if she demanded $250,000, then to prove this in California, he would have to have given her $250,000 or something worth $250,000 to prove that. Unless, and I didn't read the lawsuit, but unless it's for infliction of Intentional infliction of emotional distress, then those elements are different. But defamation who was who was charged with defamation? Tasha Kay and the assistant, or just the assistant? Because that's also hard to prove. You have to prove that the person knew it was wrong and still said it anyway.
0: Mm. And can you sue for defamation if the interview never? But can you sue for defamation if the interview never saw the light of day? Well, the teaser. The teaser is that, defamation. Oh, I see. Yeah,
1: it. yeah. That teaser. I thought that. I thought the interview was out just based on the teaser. That teaser right. was almost two minutes long. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. said a
0: lot. It laid it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Um, by the way, just to let people know, blackmail, extortion. It's almost par for the course. In certain levels of entertainment news gossip stuff, and let me tell you what I mean mm-hmm. there are certain places that might not do it for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. there are certain places that might not do it uh for you know a direct quid pro quo as far as money is concerned mm-hmm. but what people have on you is used to curry your favor. It's used to get an interview with you. It's used to get you in the building. It's used to get you to talk. It's used to get access. It's used to get access to people you might know. It's used to do all kinds of things. I mean, that's a thing. It's really not about, in a lot of ways, it's really not about um, whether or not you're doing it It's about your skill in doing it Mm
2: -hmm.
0: because, hey, I have this person that's going to talk or else you're going to give me $250,000 is very direct, but there's a way to make that same demand that doesn't hit like that. And I want to let people know that's being done everywhere. That right there is being done everywhere. Okay? So um look, I, I think this is a lesson for everybody out there that's that's running the the YouTube based sites and doing the the talks and the gossip and all of that stuff that you know I I think that there a lot of these people are rich. And they're not fucking with it. And they're trying to correct the ecosystem more than they're actually trying to punish the actual person. They want to get this thing, this part of it. They want to get that out of it. And they want the same type of guardrails that you saw on some of the traditional media before. And the only way to do that is to sue. I was very surprised.
1: And that might be what that is. Yeah, that
0: is. I was very surprised T.D. Jakes didn't sue. All of that stuff that came out, let's talk about that for a second. All of that stuff that came out from T.D. Jakes that we even talked about here on this podcast right we talked about it came from nowhere it came out of right. the ether it was somebody saying something that they then heard that then gets taken as gospel from so many different people and it mm-hmm. turned out it didn't really come from anywhere right and right. so dangerous dangerous T.D. Jakes got up and he talked about it but if he had wanted to if he had wanted to he could have definitely got into his lawsuit bag and done this whole thing. I think it would have looked bad for him. And I think the only reason why he did it is because he would have looked like he was either putting that TikTok creator or somebody else out into the poorhouse by doing it. And people wouldn't have accepted it from T.D. Jakes, but they will accept it from Cardi B or Kevin Hart.
1: Yeah, I think the way that he he handled it was right because he didn't give a lot of weight to it. And it's like the more he involves himself in it, the more credibility it, it gives to... You know, like, why, why are you trying to fight this if it's not true? He's just being very flippant about it. And I think that's the way that's the way to be because it didn't come from anywhere. It took me a while. I was like, where did this video come from? Where's the original video? And I was like, this is it. Dangerous. Yeah, it has to stop. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. You could be doing anything this week, right? You've got work, errands, friends and a whole lot of fun in between. That's why the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the capable SUV that's built for your life, with premium interiors, available wireless charging, and room for your whole cargo and crew. Okay, Hyundai. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the all-new 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe.
2: Are you looking for a view of the world that's a bit different? Hi, I'm Jason Palmer, a host of The Weekend Intelligence, a podcast from The Economist. Join us to hear the stories that matter most to our correspondents and editors. Every Saturday, we introduce you to people and ideas that take you outside the ordinary and expand your horizons one episode at a time. Join us and see the world from a new perspective. To listen free until May 31st, search Spotify for The Weekend Intelligence. Nikki Haley is surging up the
0: polls. Not really. Uh, ahead
1: of she's, <laughs> she's, she's, she's not she's three. the polls.
0: She's she's number three, but she seems to be the choice of the Republican donor base in terms of who they want to be president. They seem to have abandoned Ron DeSantis. Uh, although he has had a couple of decent months. He performed well at the last debate, and it seems like his campaign is starting to like not, I wouldn't say find its footing. But I would say that he uh, he was fucking hanging on to the cliff before, and he seems to have settled into something. But even prior, prior to that, it seems like the Republican donor base had pivoted in large part um, to Nikki Haley because she seemed to be a more, I don't know, delicate ambassador of Trumpism.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not as rough around the edges, a little bit softer on the whole abortion thing, even though it's really kind of the same thing. Um, and everybody around her is so crazy that she seems sane uh, by comparison now it's nikki's time she's (laughs) called out by a voter uh for not mentioning slavery when she was asked about the civil war she was confronted by on wednesday by a voter in new hampshire who called her out for not mentioning slavery in her response to a question about the cause of the civil war
2: donnie audio um what was the cause of the united states civil war
1: Well, don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run. The freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was? I'm sorry? I mean, I think it always comes down to the role of government. We need to have capitalism. We need to have economic freedom. We need to make sure that we do all things so that individuals have the liberties, so that they can have freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom to do or be anything they want to be
0: without government getting in the way. Thank you. And in, in the
2: year 2023, it's astonishingly me. Can you answer that question without mentioning the word slavery?
1: What do you want me to say about slavery? <laughs>
2: you <laughs> wow. Whoa, wow! What?
0: Hold on, that that hold on, you guys, everybody, jump on. That's remarkable. I bro, wait a Hold on, that's remarkable. I love that. But what do you want me to say about slavery? Nikki's. What, wait, what? What do you mean? Like, uh, you, you don't find that to be. Really awesome! That's remarkable.
1: Are you impressed? Is yeah, that what? Uh, is are you impressed by it? Oh, I'm impressed. With, <laughs> you,
0: you, you, you guys don't ever get like this. Sometimes somebody will say something, and it'll be so fucking boldly fucked that I'm like, God damn! I'm not that motherfucker. Like, nikki's What would you like me to say about slavery? I, it's let me gather myself real quick because I had never actually heard that clip in real time. And that oh, just- you didn't? No, I had never heard that clip in real time. I like to sometimes react in earnest. It's like- So do you like pecan pie? Pecan? Pecan, pecan, whatever. I've been uh, in LA. No. Okay, you don't like it. I love it, right? Mm-hmm. I love it. Let's say someone is going to like make a pecan pie for me, right? Someone's mm-hmm. gonna make one, and they're asking me what to put in the pie. Yeah, and I actually don't know what that gelatinous ooze is. <laughs> 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 that's under the pecans. But like, I actually don't know what that is, right? I know it tastes good, but I'm not sure what that is. Let's say <laughs> they ask me all the stuff. I like I tell them all the stuff, right? I tell them all the stuff. Tell them all the stuff. That goes in it. Hey, this is what you need for the crust. This is what you need to use for the gelatinous ooze and all of that stuff. And then they go, I'm just, I'm, I'm, it's weird that you didn't bring up pecans. And then I go, what would you like me to say about pecans? They're the main ingredient of the fucking pie. Like they're the whole reason why the pie exists. Okay. I mean, it, it, it makes no sense to talk about the pecan pie without pecans. And it's odd to me, either I would say either my answer to that would be either. Well, I would assume that you Correct. would know that you have to have pecans to make the pecan pie. But the one thing I wouldn't say is, yo, man, why are you mentioning the pecans?
1: I, yes, <laughs> like, you're right. What, but your what? example almost makes me think of it in a look at it in a different way. Like I I wonder just listening to your example about pecan pie. I'm like, was she kind of like, oh. well, what do you want me to say? Obviously it was about slavery. That's but, not how I took but, it when I heard have, it. But you have to but understand,
0: I'm- but you have to understand that's, that's what I'm saying. The answer is so easy. Even if you fucked that. Now we know why she didn't admit she didn't bring up slavery. Correct. They yes, don't want to yes. talk about slavery. They don't want to talk about the fact that the United States Uh, fought an entire war to keep negroes enslaved they don't want to discuss that they don't want to talk about that because that that's a conversation that leaves leads intellectually to okay cool well that battle flag uh was up on there was up on your uh, was up in your state house or flying on top of your state house and it took nine black people being ruthlessly executed Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. get it down right Mm -hmm. so if slavery matters and you know all that stuff you want to keep your cognitive dissonance there if you're nikki haley so you don't really want to bring it up but the answer to the question right after it's brought up and thrown back into your face is well of course slavery right yeah i I would i would assume that yeah we're talking about states (laughs) rights to hold niggas as slaves like you know what i mean but the fact that she fucked it so bad is so hysterical to me like there's no way i'm smarter than nikki haley there's no it's impossible
1: it's, but I guess I, I, I'm i laughing at your reaction to it because to me, I'm just so used to repu- conservatives dancing their ways, particularly those in politics, dancing their way around being able to answer the obvious question or to so avoid something that recognizes uh, the struggles of Black people or another um, type of minority that I was just... Of course, this is how Nikki Haley answered the question. This was the least surprising thing to me. So I found it funny, but I was just like, this is how they answer questions. They're not, she's not going to acknowledge slavery by any means.
0: I I I was just I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry that I reacted like that. I was just really tickled. Like it's she, so funny. Bro, do you do you understand that the only thing that dumbfounds white people is slavery? Like it, it, I've talked about this before. The only thing. The only thing that dumbfounds white people is racism and slavery. I mean, every other time in the world, they tell you how smart that they are. Hey, every, hey look at me. I'm white. Like, all of this stuff. I created all of this. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, what about blackface? Duh. But why? Like, like you, well, hey, well, hey, you can't say the N-word. Duh. I don't understand why. You know what I'm saying? Oh, slavery. Duh. Like, it short-shirted her brain. She was scared. No, she was scared (laughs) of how
1: to answer it because she is rising up the ranks for fear of pissing off some other conservatives, her conservative base or someone that might support her. That's why she short circuited because she was so scared on. Of course, she knows the answer. But it's like, well, do I say it this, which everything you're saying about how white people react to racism and all of that? Yes. But I don't understand Why it's so hard to use to say, oh, well, it was about the economics of slavery. Why is it so hard to say, oh, it was about the states wanting to assert their authority over the government so that states could get rid of federal laws, so they could advance slavery and move it to the West? Why is it so hard to say that? uh, That I don't understand. So
0: you guys. There's a part of this we're skipping over and the part of that. Is educating you guys on why the Civil War was about slavery. And maybe we should do that. Maybe we should talk about the Missouri Compromise. Maybe we should talk about all No, because
1: our audience doesn't need that.
0: I'm not doing that in 2023. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm not doing that. I'm not. I refuse to have a conversation about the origins and the impetus of the Civil War. I'm not giving y'all that i'm not I'm not having the the state's rights discussion. I'm not having any of that we I'm not doing that. We have to move to the next point, which is the hilarity that ensues when a national political figure that is seeking the highest office in the land is afraid to touch on widely held historical truth, yeah. About the enslavement of blacks for fear of insulting her white supremacist the base. The white people. They do not
1: care about the black, black, God, the black vote at all. Wait, there's been an update, though. Nikki Haley apparently clarified her statement.
0: Mm-hmm. Talk, talk to me.
1: About the Civil War. And what I think of the Civil War, what was the cause of the Civil War? Of course, the Civil War was about slavery. We
2: know that. That's unquestioned,
1: (laughs) always the case. We know the Civil War was about slavery. But it was also more than that. It was about the freedoms of every individual,
0: it was about the role of government. Hey, hold on, hold on. Cut cut that off. Nikki Haley is a fucking racist. Now, hold on. I'm serious, man. I'm being I'm being all the way serious about this. Look, what? You, look, hold on. I'm I'm being all the way serious about this. Nikki Haley is a fucking racist, and l- let me tell you why I'm saying this. I'm not I'm not fucking around no more, man. I'm pissed off. Like, I get it. I under I understand the calculus here. I understand the calculus here. I understand the political machinations behind the Civil War. I understand it. I get it. The Civil War in America was fought because of ideologies that were crashing because of how long slavery was going to last. About the industrialization of the country, what that meant, the speed in which the North was industrializing, Mm -hmm. and the fact that the South still had A labor force, a free labor force made up of enslaved people, which was which they felt like was their only means of actually being economically viable. It also has to do with a worldwide move away from the slave trade and from slavery itself. It wasn't just happening here in America, was happening all over the globe, had happened, was happening. Some countries were sooner than others, but America was was looking to move past that. It also had to do with a fight over westward expansion of the country, whether or not, obviously, those slaves, those states would be slave states or free states, but also just the viability of having slaves way out in those states and the way that it would go. It wasn't about whether or not slavery was going to end. It was about whether or not it could continue in its current form for a lot of reasons that didn't really have anything to do with the freedom and self-determination of black people. A lot of reasons that had to do with all kinds of other things, which is like, can you still have a country with slaves in it a hundred years from now? And if not, when do you jump off of it? All right. Some people are like, mm-hmm. all right, enough. Now, there's all kinds of stuff. All of this information is out there. All of this information is there and you can read about it, debate, debate it and talk about it, who's wrong, who's right, all of that stuff. All of that stuff is out there. The fact that you do not want to center the central issue of the Civil War in your discussion of it tells me about your opinion of black people. It tells me that you don't have what it takes to even, from a A non-controversial, historical, historical point of view to even realize, uh, recognize, and come to terms with the sacrifice that black people have made in this country. When you say something like it's about individual rights and all about that, you're seeking to remove black people from the Mm -hmm. historical narrative of America. Like, that's disqualifying to me. Even if you give me a milquetoast answer, well, so slavery has to do with the sometimes hard and difficult history of this country. And there were a lot of people at that time that thought that they were fighting a state's right battle. But at the center of that, and all of us can agree about that, at the center of that, was the the, the rights, the dignity, and the freedom of some people. Now, those men, you can look at them like they're the boogeyman, if you want, or you can look at them as people who hadn't really fully grasped and understood what the American dream is. And Nikki Haley, me, President uh, Nikki Haley, Governor Nikki Haley, what I want to see is people learn from the lives that were lost during the Civil War. And from the way we looked at humanity then and how far we've come now and understand that that was a war that probably didn't need to be fought and that slavery was something that is a deep stain on uh, right. the American legacy in history. Give me a milquetoast answer. Don't give me all of my forefathers were racist, br- uh, brutal, uh, rapists, murderers and uh fucking slavers don't give me that cuz that's like that's you know you're not going to give me that give me hey they were wrong headed guys who were used to a certain way but we've learned better now and let's not make <laughs> it a thing now give me give me the milk toast answer she said fuck you all niggas well not totally you know her son-in-law's is black is he what's his name Josh Josh you know i saw a movie named the creator <laughs> have you ever seen it
1: no never even heard of it, it is it with, new
0: it was so it's with john david washington okay and he's in it and it's actually a very fascinating
1: movie oh i'll have to check it out check it out
0: and, in and why the, are we okay <laughs> in the movie his name was josh okay man and of all the things about the movie that like were <laughs> off-putting for some reason, <laughs> that was the thing that got to me. More do you than not not
1: know any Black Josh's? I do,
0: but okay. I would I wouldn't I wouldn't I do, but I wouldn't put them in like a Josh. Come here, Josh. Get down, Josh. Josh, Josh. It was Is that every- what they were saying to him in the yeah. movie? Yeah. <laughs> and then every time well, I'm, that's not against Josh. I know a lot of Black Josh's, but like it just seemed like that's a Derek's role you know Mark Marcus 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 okay uh maybe a um let's see let's go a little black uh, even a see a Jalen doesn't work in that either
1: no the, I don't I don't like Jalen um Jaylen Jaylen Rome. Works for,
0: yeah Romy Rome yeah. Rome could get that let's see who else you know what Denzel Denzel. No. What? That's a strong Denzel's name because Denzel's
1: taken. No, it's a very strong name, but because of Denzel Washington, Denzel has just taken on a whole other meaning, and so it can be Denzel. Um. Yeah, those are the solid names. Maybe a mm. Quentin.
0: Oh, that's fucking great, Quint. Yeah, Quint, get down, Quint, shoot back. Yeah. The robots are coming, Quint. Um. Did
1: you see that robot that attacked um the Tesla worker?
0: Yeah. I, I didn't read the story though it did the robot come know. alive the, the, donnie well where, to attack Would it you think it malfunctioned yeah i'm trying the to way, see the way
1: the headline looked it sounded like it was intentional
0: let's do this in real time hold on for a second let's do this in real time robot attacks tesla worker let's see the robot robot attack tesla okay a Tesla. This is from Fortune. A Tesla factory robot reportedly attacked a worker and left him bleeding. This could be a <laughs> a, a reality in, in the new automated <laughs> workplace. Hold on for a second. Um, it's the
2: left him bleeding. <laughs> uh,
0: the robot immobilized the engineer and left the victim with an open wound on his left hand. So witnesses allegedly observed the robot at the Giga Texas factory. Uh, Pinned the engineer and claw his arm back, claw at his back and arm, causing a trail of blood. Oh my Mm -mm. Lord. Mm -mm. So it attacked him. The engineer was able to break free from the assembly robot after a colleague pressed the emergency stop button. Upon being released, the engineer reportedly tumbled a few feet down the chute intended for collecting scrap aluminum, leaving a trail of blood. Uh, See, That doesn't clear anything up though like what i want to know is is this some type of malfunction like was the guy in the place he shouldn't have been is there human error involved here or did this robot go i must kill you and then turn around and try to just okay so elon musk has responded hold on for a second i don't want to buy your stuff i don't don't i'm not buying your your site oh my god i don't want to buy the site donnie can we can you help please (laughs) Yes. I don't wanna...
3: <laughs> he said that uh, this is truly shameful of the media to dredge up an injury from two years ago due to a simple <laughs> industrial Kuka oh, robot arm found in all factories and imply that it is due to Optimus Now. Um, I'm not sure what Optimus Now is.
0: Optimus Now is, a, I, I, I would assume, a play on Optimus Prime, like the robot who is the leader of the Autobots. Did you not know that?
3: Yeah, but now to optimus now
0: Donnie mean <laughs> Donnie name me 3 autobots go
3: uh you got bumblebee okay you got uh uh what's another one come on help me out Rachel no
0: mm-hmm. no no name 3 autobots now name them
3: okay optimus prime you Bumble looked it bumblebee up. you looked uh, it up no 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 i didn't look it up my hands are free uh uh i don't know i, I i'm drawing a blank
0: gorilla bot
3: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. What's his name? <laughs> Optimus
0: Primal. There we Optimus go. Primal, yep. Hot Rod, yep. There's all kinds of them, man. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it 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 uh, uh according to Elon Musk, this this robot didn't come alive. That it was some kind of fucking it uh some kind of fucking malfunction. My but thing it is said
1: it pinned the engineer and then clawed at his back and arm. I'm sorry. That description
0: sounds intentional. There's video of this. There's got to be. Of course. Yeah, there's video and it's destroyed. It happened two years ago. So this is my thing with Elon Musk. Release the video. So what it is, is
3: the Optimus robots. He has these robots that I think are humanoid looking. And then a lot of the headlines, those robots are called Optimus robots. The headlines were using those real robots. When he's saying that that's not the robot that was used in this accident, so it's misleading.
0: I saw these. Um, I saw this. Optimus Tesla robot. I saw this. Optimus Gen 2. Humanoid robot. Okay, so I saw this, and I was connecting this. Wait a minute. Wait a second. Okay. Let's, Let's dial it back a little bit. If Elon Musk is not making a funny joke about the Transformers, which I thought, then he gave a complete non-answer. Think about it. If, if What did he say again, Donnie? Read it again. This is, this is disturbing. Read it again.
3: He said, truly shameful of the media to dredge up an injury from two years ago due to a simple industrial kooka robot arm found in all factories and imply that it is due to optimists now.
0: Okay. So I, I want people to understand that as it was said. All he said was these robots didn't do it. He never said that the robots that we have working for us are safe robots. He never said that the robots that we have working for us are good robots right. who understand the three laws and don't want to do. It. He didn't say any of that. He didn't say, hey, this robot didn't become self-aware and attack this man. And He didn't say he just said my new robots didn't do this. That's right. all he said.
1: Yes, that's yes. And this
0: is old. Brave New World. <laughs> Brave I'm new
1: looking world. up with this Tesla Optimus looks like right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you scared of robots? Do- Are you kidding me? I've been scared of them since iRobot. Yeah, but he had. But see, this is my thing about iRobot. iRobot to me is not the movie that made me scared of robots. The creator actually wasn't the movie that made me scared of robots either. I, I just need a couple of good robots. No, but I don't trust them. You don't trust the good robot and iRobot? He was adorable. He was our friend. But he had moments. He had moments. He had feelings. He wasn't our friend. He had feelings. He had a connection to a human being that made him want to help us. I need. I just want to be on the side of the good robots. I'm going to be honest with I you. When the, when the robot, Yeah. When the robot rebellion comes, I'm going to be a human Uncle Tom. I am. I'm going to be an Uncle Tom to the humans. Humans, let me be honest with you, man. I'm anti-human right now. I'm, I put robots and dolls over humans. All, all humans do is show weaker people their ass. That's all they do. <laughs> all, all humans do is find out who the weakest is and then show them their ass. Well, yeah, it's the got the
2: fittest. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now.
0: Okay, we got to go. Look, we got one more thing to go. Uh, Rachel, I want to ask you about this because you're more moral than me. All right. So is this fucked up? It's a barber who got a lot of flack on the Twitter sphere because of something that he did to his videographer. The user is named at Sosa Tweets. He tweeted this. Ain't no way the barbershop I've been going to as a kid did me this dirty. As a freelance photographer, I was contracted to do some promo work for another barbershop a couple of weeks ago. I wanted to get a New Year's cut, and this is what my barber does. Apparently, he did a promo video for, like he said, for another barbershop, and he tweeted this to his barber: "Yo, you not in on Thursday?" The barber replies, "I am. On, I am in on Thursday, but I'm going to be honest with you. We all saw that video you with you with the other barbershop, and we prefer." We prefer you to stick with them. <laughs> <laughs> we all saw that video you did with the other barbershop and we prefer you to stick with them. Wait, bro. You know, I'm a videographer, right? I was contracted to produce videos for their business, for their opening, because I'm a freelance videographer. Uh, how I said I'd do for you. That's kind of crazy. I understand and respect what you're doing. I'm just not trying to be on no crazy stuff, just in a way of business, stick it out with them. I don't mean no harm or offense to you or them. No love loss from me.
1: Wait, and then he posted the video that said, Hey, Santiago, your appointment was canceled.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. He didn't name the barbershop. (laughs) He didn't name the barbershop. But I just got to say something to the barbershop. Y'all can't be this petty, man. This is like, you can't, look, y'all can't be this petty. There has to be a level of petty that we get to. This is wrong. This is fucked up. You can't be this petty. The dude is making a, can you think of any situation that's like analogous to this? Like any situation that's analogous to this. To where it would in any way make sense i could understand if he worked at the barbershop or something like that if he was the nigga that sweeped up the shop or if he had a, a chair there and he also was a videographer on the side and he went to do it and then it's like one thing but like i can't see any way that this makes sense to me
1: I can't either, because I was about to say, well, if he promoted it on his social media, but then it's like, no, he's just promoting his work, the skill that he has so he can obtain more work. Was he featured in the video? Did he use that's the o- only way, right? Did he use the haircut he received from this barber to feature himself in this video? That's the only way I could see That's That would be messed up to me, right? Like, oh, I got this fresh haircut from this videographer, and he's featured in it as well. That's the only way I see it being messed up. Otherwise, you have taking it too far.
0: It's too petty. This yes. is
1: so funny to me, though.
0: <laughs> and now this guy going to have a buddy cut. Now this guy's going to have a buddy cut on New Year's because I guarantee you he hasn't found somebody that can cut his hair like his barber has.
1: Why can't he go to this new place?
0: It's not going to be the same. It's going to take at least three months, probably more like five or six months. How long does it take? to break in a new barber it takes a long time it takes a long time donnie I, what is, I don't know this donnie what are your thoughts on this
3: yeah it takes a minute i since i've moved from la i gave up trying to find a barber because i didn't want to go through that time so i started cleaning up myself and Wait
0: learning how to you're in like, atlanta
3: i know i know but I still i didn't i didn't want to go through the effort of finding that process. Cause it still does take time. I don't have a regular haircut. It's not a regular. It's like, I still, you got to clean up the size, but it was special. And I miss my barber in LA. Goose. Appreciate you, man.
1: Well, y'all listening to this, like message, Johnny yeah. set up a Reddit post, help him. I know we got Atlanta listeners help him find a barber. Y'all seen what Donnie's hair looks like. Help him, help him find a barber.
3: Yeah, I I appreciate it, but I still I think I uh, Well never mind am I do it. I- tell,
0: <laughs> l- listen, I want you guys to do this: go around to Atlanta asking different barbers if they can perfect a Frederick Douglass haircut. And <laughs> and I'm so don- I'm you guys. Let me tell you something. You guys thought I was jealous during the light skin nigga situation. I'm not jealous of anything more than I am of someone who has a full head of hair. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, somebody that Donnie got a full head, a healthy hair. You are are you experiencing any creepage of the hairline, Donnie?
3: I'm not. I'm not. Um I'm God bless you. I,
0: I, no, 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 no. I'm happy for you. I'm God not a hater like that. You. I'm not a hater like that. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. I appreciate it. Um, all right, we I got we gotta go. We're not gonna podcast on Monday. It's New Year's Day. Okay.
1: But this is a lot past podcast of the year. Are we gonna give the award out? Niggas of the year. Yeah. Do you have
0: one? I think we should wait one more podcast. Okay. Just do it on the first podcast of the year.
1: Okay.
0: Niggas of the year. I know you have some because I have new entries.
1: I think there is an obvious choice.
0: Let's do it. And wait really then.
1: nobody else. Cause, cause no, 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 no. We can wait till next week. Yeah. Don't rush.
0: Yeah. Niggas of the year. And I'm hoping to get both of them on the podcast. Uh, to, you know yours? With yeah, I know.
1: Okay, sure. I don't want to know who they are. Everybody. I will knows find who out.
0: With th- Every, you got to know who it, it's a cold niggas of the year. What? It's a it, cold niggas of the year. It's two of them. Cold niggas of the year. Cold niggas of the year. All right. You can't escape them, you can't get away from them. You can only just bend the knee to their niggerishness. Cold niggas of the year on higher learning. That's what they are. And by the way, entertaining. I thought this was a positive award. No. I mean, it's not a okay. not positive mine, award. Mine was mine was a positive thing. It's not a not positive award. No, it's I'm the so niggas who gave us the most
1: far.
0: it's the niggas who have gave us the most niggerish niggerific moments of the year. We might not even do it. I don't know. I, I'm all over the place right now. <laughs> uh, Monday, we have uh Jason Hare who did a Murder in Boston, Roots, Rampage, and Reckoning. It's a documentary coming out on HBO Max. It's already out, all three parts. It's amazing. It's fantastic. You mm-hmm. might know Jason from some of his other work, including HBO's The Last Dance, mm-hmm. where he got us into the happenings between Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan. Why did he do that to Scotty Pippen? Why did Jason do that? Why did Jason decide to to go back to his his hometown of Boston and get involved in a case that's tough for the city? What does this case mean for the future of Boston? Where is Boston now? All of these things we talked to Jason about. We'll see you guys back on next Thursday. But you, tap in with us on Monday and give Jason. We didn't take this podcast off. We could have.
1: We could have. We really could have.
0: But that's not the kind of people we are. I was pretending like I froze. You thought I did. You guys thought <laughs> look, look, look you thought you guys thought I froze. That was good. You guys <laughs> I was pretending like I froze. You Get thought off. I did. I right, take <laughs> take <laughs> the <think laughs> <else> off. <laughs> Don't stop learning. I'm bad lady junior. I'm Rachel and Lindsay. Bye guys. Happy New
1: Year.